I wasn't born ready, but nor was I born yesterday. This episode is brought to you by my patrons, particularly by Lily Chandler, who's now been a patron for six months. Thank you so much to her. And also got a new patron this week, James Byron. Thanks to him as well. If you'd like to join them in supporting the show, please check out the show notes at holdthatnote.net. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Lightning Lucas, and today we're going to listen to two songs, which is basically what we do every episode, one old and one new. Today they're both old, but it's a new recording with some new lyrics to one of them. The first is called Born Ready, and it's a cowboy story, kind of weird, doesn't quite fit into my normal genre, but I think it's fun. And then the second one is a birthday song for myself, which I wrote three years ago and just recorded a new version of. You're listening to episode 76 of Okay, we're going to jump right in with Born Ready, which I wrote, I believe, in like 2015. And like I said, it's a cowboy story. And the only other thing you really need to know about it is that I do commentary on my own singing or on the story. And the commentary will come in your right ear if you put in headphones. And it makes it a significantly better experience which I think is true for almost all of these podcasts. They're better if listened to on headphones or like a large speaker, not just on your laptop speaker or particularly not just on your phone speaker. But anyway, specifically today, if you have time, pause this and get some headphones or an external speaker. Okay, here is Born Ready. And... I chose it for today because it was just my birthday the other day, and this song has born in the title. Yeehaw! Here we go! Wahoo! Who's ready for a cowboy story? I'll tell some commentary right here in your right ear. This is a good one. Y'all listen up. Ah! I try my best here in the wild west, but I must confess, some days my hair's a mess. That's true. The life of a cowboy can get pretty crazy. I was there too. You better not call me a coward or lazy. No, don't do that. For instance, last week when I got in a fight with that two-faced, yellow-bellied outlaw mischief man. Yeah, mischief. He said, Lightning Lucas, you lazy coward. I thought you said you was ready. He's gonna say what he I always said, says. Mike, you can think what you like. This is what he always says. But what I said was, I, I wasn't born ready, but no, was I born yesterday. And I shot him in the leg. He does that a lot too. Violent man. But he's on the good side, you know. Well, Mischief Mike's sidekick has been after me all week. I would be It too. makes it hard to get a solid six hours of if sleep. Shot my of boss. course, I can count on my hound dog, Gary. 
Because the outlaw finds him a teensy bit scary. I of think, course, I think Gary never bikes. He just barks. Oh, the fool. I guess he's just afraid of the way Gary drools. Well, Gary does drool. But when Gary sounds the alarm, I get myself up and armed and I shout to the outlaw. Let's go shout what he always I says. I keep my voice steady. He does have and a steady I say, voice. This is what he says. I wasn't born ready, but no was I born yesterday. Now he's gonna run away. He just runs. And then I run away. Yep. Now, now he's probably going to start getting all sentimental and stopping and telling you these. Well, Coonskin Kyle's got this look on his face. A side note, Coonskin Kyle side is notes. the aforementioned outlaw sidekick of Mischief Mike. Well, anyway, as I was saying, he always does that. As I was saying, well, Coonskin Kyle's got this look on his face. You know, he's always up. For a good horse chase. Who when he like shoots a, a Gary, I get fire in my eyes. And me and Princess Annie lead him on a 20-minute ride. A side note, Princess Annie is my horse, of she's, course. She's a good horse. Anyway, as I was saying. He always says, as I was saying. As he was saying. As I was saying. See, me and Princess Annie leading Coonskin Kyle right up to the house of the sheriff. All a the side sheriff. note, the sheriff is my cousin, Eagle Eye Eddie. He saw us coming from a long way. Oh, that guy's a sharpshooter. Anyway, as I was saying. Yeah, as he was saying. Eddie shoots Kyle's gun right out of his hand. Uh, what I tell And you? he shoots his hat off his head, just as planned. And Kyle surrenders as we sing the family motto. They're going to sing. sing what they always we sing. say. I wasn't born ready, but no. That's all I got to say. And then they put shackles on Kyle's legs and locked him up for a good long time. He was like a, a double outlaw. Anyway, well, that's our, that's our tale we had to tell today. And you come back tomorrow. We'll, we'll have another one. <laughs> well... I think that one is hilarious and fun, so I hope you feel the same way. Now, I want to address a couple things about it. Um, first of all, it contains some stuff with uh, the myth of redemptive violence. I don't really believe in redemptive violence. I was raised Mennonite, so I am a pacifist. But, um, yeah, the stuff about shooting somebody else's gun out of their hand and shooting their hat off their head and furthermore uh just the the good guy character shooting the bad guy in the leg and that being okay like that that's just it's not really okay but it makes for a fun story so i hope you enjoyed it Question, question, maybe it's a question, maybe it's a comment. Here's an excerpt from an email that I received recently. Dear Lucas, 
I'm behind in listening to your podcasts. I listened to this one this morning. I loved the first song, especially when you said you'd just written it that morning. I read once, or heard, that J.D., John Denver, one of my contemporaries, wrote like that, sat down and the whole thing would come to him. Once riding up a ski lift. I thought that was impressive. Hope your weekend is a good one. Love, Aunt Dawn. Did I wish you a happy birthday? I thought of you when it was. Hope it was a really good day. 32nd. I can hardly believe that. Thanks for that message, Aunt Dawn. It really means a lot to me to have your support and... Uh, I enjoyed your thoughts about John Denver and the ski lift. That is awesome. I don't think I've ever written a song on a ski lift yet. I'll have to try sometime. It reminds me of what I was talking with a friend about this week, how sometimes it feels like I'm just going about my merry way being kind of lazy, but really that's just part of the process of keeping the creative juices flowing. Here is a passage from the Donald Miller book, Blue Like Jazz, which I think is quite brilliant. Uh, The tagline for the book is non-religious thoughts on Christian spirituality, and I think that actually sort of does the book some justice. I think it's worth reading whether you're a Christian or not, which uh, I might come back to in a minute. But here's the passage. Writers don't make any money at all. We make about a dollar. It is terrible. But then again, we don't work either. We sit around in our underwear until noon, then go downstairs and make coffee, fry some eggs, read the paper, read part of a book, smell the book, wonder if perhaps we ourselves should work on our book, smell the book again, throw the book across the room because we are quite jealous that any other person wrote a book, feel terribly guilty about throwing the schmuck's book across the room because we secretly wonder if God in heaven noticed our evil jealousy or worse, our laziness. We then lie across the couch face down and mumble to God to forgive us because we are secretly afraid he is going to dry up all our words because we envied another man's stupid words. And for this, as I said, we are paid a dollar. We are worth so much more. Well, that pretty accurately sums up how I feel about being a songwriter. There's a lot of slow times, and then there are some really demanding times. And there are other times that seem like they would be demanding, but for whatever reason, the state that we're in, some sort of flow state, things come easily anyway like writing an entire song on a ski lift. All right, well, our second song today, and I seem to always introduce them even though they're in the titles, but I guess if you're binge listening to several episodes while washing dishes or while trimming the yard or something like that, and you're not looking at the titles, then it's good that I introduce them. So anyway, the new song today, it's uh, not new, but a new recording is called Happy Birthday to Me, and I wrote it in 2019 for my 29th birthday. Um, And just this Monday, I turned 32. So uh, we had 
a blast on my birthday. We had an applesauce making party at my house with, or at my parents' house, I guess. But it was just with my family and a couple of friends. So don't be offended if I didn't invite you because I only invited a couple of friends who didn't come to my party celebrating surviving the lightning strike. And that party was only about a month ago. And next summer, I hope to have a big party and perhaps a concert to go with it because that will mark 10 years of having survived lightning. But I digress. Let's listen to a song about birthdays. Here it is. It's called Happy Birthday to Me. It's the one day of the year that I can sing this song Happy birthday to me I made another revolution round the sun Happy birthday to me Each year here's a different line This year I am 29 It's the one day of the sing this song happy birthday to me I made another revolution round the sun happy birthday to me inch by inch I'm growing old but this past year has been pure gold it's the one day of sing this song happy birthday to me I made another revolution round the sun happy birthday to me I know that this is it your typical birthday song but dance with it I'm really starting to love my baritone ukulele, which you just heard on that song. And part of why I love it is it's so simple. Like it really packs a punch uh, with only being four strings and being the size of like a child's guitar. And actually, I have a child's guitar that fits in the same case. And that's what I took on our organ trip in June. So it was worth the purchase just for the case, if you ask me. But I, I'm trying to call my instrument heard, uh, and one of the ways I'm doing that is by using 
these different three different colored sticky notes uh, and putting like a green sticky note on the instruments I definitely want to keep and a blue one on the ones I'm thinking about possibly getting rid of and a red one on the ones I definitely want to get rid of. Actually, I only got rid of one so far. It was a kid's guitar and Gift and Thrift sold it for $40. So that felt good. Anyway, I'm rambling again. I think we're pretty much done for today. Here's a song of thanks to my patrons, specifically including Lily Chandler and James Byron. Again, if you want to join them in supporting the show, just visit holdthatnote.net. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for your generosity. I could not make music like I do if it weren't for people like you. If there's any loose ends that I haven't wrapped up, please send me an email uh, and I will address them in a future episode. Thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate your time and I especially appreciate your support of the show and of my musical endeavors over the years. I'm heading out right now to the local Christian music festival, which I've played at in the past, but I didn't get invited to play there this year, but I think I'm okay with that, although I would probably play there if they wanted me to. But anyway, uh, I'm just telling you that there's more music in my life today, so I'm excited about that. Now, uh, have a great listening week. That's how I often uh, sign out my emails. Have a wonderful listening week, but I don't think I've ever said it on the show before. Anyway, I'm your host, Lightning Lucas, and this has been... Episode 76 of Hold That